Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 10th of November. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or any insights in this podcast. So let's just kick off on another interesting night on the US markets. As always, losses accelerating into the close, number of factors at play, most of which I suspect was by the rumour, sell the fact on the back of the midterms, where it looks as if the Republicans haven't done anywhere near as well as they would have liked, and certainly nowhere near as well as Donald Trump would have liked to have seen. So the red wave didn't eventuate at all. In fact, uh, there's a slightly optimistic Joe Biden on CNBC at the moment talking about his outlook for the US and his optimism about the young people of America. So uh, not such a good night for the Republicans, not such a good night for Trump, and certainly not such a good night in crypto land with some big, big losses across the board as Binance has walked away from the FTX deal, everything being connected to everything, and you get the feeling there's some selling off going on in one or two things to pay for potential problems that could occur in crypto land. Why anybody is in crypto land I have no idea, but people are. Anyway, scores on the doors last night. We had the Dow Jones down 647 points, or 1.95%, We had a high on the day of minus 96. We had a low of minus 682. NASDAQ copying it far worse, down 2.48%, 263 points. 10,353. And the S&P 500 down 80 points or 2.08% in the middle for diddle, as always. 37.49, the VIX index popped up a little bit, 2.4% higher, 26.03. Disney leading the market down, or certainly leading the Dow down. It was down 13.2%, missed analyst expectations on the top and bottom line. And we also have, of course, the US CPI happening tomorrow on Thursday. So um, that is something to bear in mind. And uh, anticipating the headline CPI grew by 7.9% from the prior year. In terms of US stocks getting smacked last night, well, Bitcoin, let's start with that, was down 12.99%, 13% for Bitcoin down. So not a good night for Bitcoin. That spills over into technology stocks generally. That news that Binance had walked away from that FTX deal, which is one of their rival platforms for crypto, uh, really helping to accelerate the losses going into the close. Apple fell 3.3%. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, was up 5.2% after it announced that it was sacking 11,000 people. Google down 1.78%. Microsoft down 1.9%. Amazon down 4.3%. Tesla continuing to fall down 7.2% on news that... Uh, Elon Musk sold another bunch of shares there. Netflix down 3.3%. Notice the crown kicked off last night. Watched the first episode. Was starting to lose interest already. JP Morgan down 1.3%. Citigroup down 1.7%. Goldman down 0.6%. We had uh, Bank of America down 1.6%. Wells Fargo down 26 And Block, 
The artist formerly known as Square was down 8.5%. Don't forget that Block has a big slug of Bitcoin, as does Tesla. So any falls in crypto are also uh, affecting Block and Tesla as well. U.S. car manufacturers and energy stocks also weaker. We had General Motors down 2.5% and Exxon down 4.5%. So uh, general weakness across the board for U.S. markets. Spilling over to our SPY. Well, we hit 7,000 as we thought we would, uh, but we've backed away from that. Down 61 points on the SPY futures this morning, down 0.87 of a percent. We did close last night at 69.99, so as near as, damn it, to 7,000. In commodities last night, we saw the Brent crude price down 3.1%, WTI down 3.6%. Gold slipped away, down 0.7%, not too bad. The US dollar index was better, 0.83% higher at 110.48. The Aussie dollar at 64.27. Commodities, uh, not an awful lot, a bit of a mixed night really. Copper down 0.4%, nickel down, uh, sorry, up 3.1%. That has been bobbling around. Aluminium down 2.4%, zinc down 2.6%, lead up one2 Ton down 0.5. Iron ore was slightly firmer yesterday in Asian trade. And over in the uh, international mining scene, we had BHP ADRs down 2.3%, Rio down 1.97%. So a sloppy open for those this morning. We also saw Freeport McMoran down 4%, Alcoa down 6%, Anglo uh, down only 02 Glencore down 2.7, Vale down 2.4, and Arbomile down 1.92%. Over in Europe, modest changes all round, really. Nothing very exciting happening in Europe. But we did see economic news coming out of the US last night. Bullish sentiment has decreased to 35.2 from 35.8. That's in the latest US investors intelligence poll. Bearish sentiment has decreased to 36.6%. 37.3 and those expecting a market correction have increased to 28.2 from 26.9 yesterday in china we had the october cpi out which was up 2.1 percent year on year consensus 2.4 and 2.8 percent was the prior month period it's also an interesting article today i think it's on the fairfax sites it's certainly in the sydney morning herald on ambrose uh, talking about the uh, global economy and uh, the effect that um, the Chinese disinflation could have on the world and the coming recession. So that's certainly uh, worth a little look. I will post the link to that article by Ambrose Evans Pritchard on the Facebook site, but it is on the Fairfax sites on Sydney Morning Herald. Uh, a wave of Chinese deflation threatens to come our way, according to the article. So that's something to uh, have a little look at. Um, also in the US last night, of course, uh, shares in uh, Robinhood and various other crypto and other exchanges fell. Coinbase as well getting whacked. Kathy Wood's ARK Innovation ETF was down as much as 6.5% on Wednesday. That's lowest level since the pandemic days of yesteryear in March 2020, it was crushed by Roblox, Robinhood, Coinbase, Zoom Video, Block and DraftKings. Obviously, no one's told Kathy that the pandemic has really finished and all those um, things that we saw that benefited during the lockdowns 
are no longer of a benefit to those companies. So interesting. Just running through a few numbers. Last night we had Meta knocking uh, 11,000 jobs out of their business and the stock rose 5.2% on the back of it. Some of the other tech companies around laying off staff. Twitter, 3,500, well, 3,700 jobs cut. Lyft cut 700. Stripe cut 1,100. Coinbase, 1,100. Shopify, 1,000. Netflix, 450. Microsoft, around 1,000. Snap, 1,000. Chime, 160. Robinhood, 31%. Tesla, 10% of its salaried employees. So not good news if you're in the tech sector at the moment as an employee. It's not working too well. Um, JP Morgan Asset Management is listing two global equity funds on the Australian Stock Exchange today. So that's certainly uh, a factor today to keep an eye out for those people that like ETFs. And the big news of the day for Australian inf- investors is we do have uh, we do have Orica O R I sorry Origin um, rather has been bid for O R G has been bid for by Brookfield, $9 bid. That is a big, big price, bearing in mind that the stock closed at $5.81. So um, Brookfield has res- has lobbed a non-binding indicative offer, the usual form, at $9 a share. I would imagine that the FIRB is going to be a bit of an issue there, being a strategic asset. The other O stock, Orica, is one of the nation's largest gas users, It has said the East Coast gas market had failed consumers as demand outstrips supplies and prices are blowing out to levels of which gas reliant businesses can no longer cope. And gas producers, of course, pushing back against the threat of intervention and warning that it could imperil investments in future sources of supply. In other local news today, BPEA EQT and Regal Partners, the private equity guys and equity trustees and Regal Partners, are back with a higher offer for perpetual of around 33 bucks, which is around 10% above uh, the previous offer. And LVT, which is Live Tiles, uh, has uh, got one offer at the moment. I think Big Tin Can are uh, looking at that for $0.07, cents, but maybe private equity could be more interested in that. Of course, Medibank Private, or Medibank Public, as it's now called, as most of its data is now public, uh, was asked for $10 million as the ransom payment not to release that data. And from today, uh, Tassel Group's shares have been suspended from official quotation. That deal has been done. So if you're a Tassel shareholder, don't go looking for the share price. It has finished, as they say. GenX, the buyout from Scott Farquhar, looks unlikely to go ahead, according to newspaper talk. And there is also talk in the newspapers that uh, Seven West Media could be in talks to merge with Here, There and Everywhere, HT1, the stock code there. In other news, just coming through, National Australia Bank has been downgraded to underperform from hold at Jefferies. So a little bit of a... uh, a little bit of a downgrade coming through for them. Just looking to see if we've got any other information or broker upgrades. Morgan Stanley has upgraded Evolution. It has downgraded Northern Star. Uh, Evolution upgraded to overweight from equal weight. Target increased to $3.10 from $2.55. Northern Star downgraded to equal weight from overweight. Target increased, though, from $9.25 to $10.80. So target price up, but the... Uh, recommendation has been decreased slightly. CSL upgraded to an outperform from neutral at Credit Suisse. 
And we're also seeing um, some announcements coming through at the moment. We have Suncorp Investor Update, and we have the Zero Market Release with their numbers out this morning coming through, and Ansel AGM presentation. So more on both of those in the newsletter as and when they get more details there. Question of the day today. Do you invest in crypto? And if you do, are you concerned about the collapse of FTX? I was watching this morning one CNBC guy saying that crypto wasn't really worth investing in. And then the commentator, or the, uh, the, the host, asked him if he still invested in Bitcoin. And he said yes. So not really sure how Bitcoin avoids that. But certainly last night it didn't. Down 13%. But very much on the nose at the moment. Crypto. And remember, everything is connected to everything. So losses in one asset class will spill over into others and you do get the feeling that some of that acceleration in the US market was predicated on that slippage in the crypto. But uh, certainly our market will, having touched 7,000, will certainly be uh, opening significantly lower, down 61. I suspect we'll see a little bit of bargain hunting creeping in in places, but uh, we will be waiting for that CPI number which comes out in the US tomorrow. Don't forget 79 is the headline that we're looking for there. Uh, CPI growing to 7.9, so that's where we think things are going. Uh, just uh, in breaking news, Ansel has reconfirmed its um, guidance, it looks like, and we do have those zero numbers dropping. Uh, just having a look now at Ansel, uh, reaffirms FY EPS of $1.15 to $1.35, uh, the forecasts were around $1.24, so uh, pretty much a nice big trading range there, though, I have to say. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day, and may the trading gods be with you.